everyone. Welcome to the Magic Gaming Podcast. I'm Josh Cohn, and I'm joined, as always, by Magic Gaming head coach Jonah Edwards. Uh, and we have another special guest, and that is last year's NBA 2K League Rookie of the Year, Reezy. Uh, how you guys doing? Do it, doing well. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, so first off, before we get into the uh, latest Magic Gaming and NBA 2K League news, just want to say, hope everyone out there is staying safe. Uh, following all of the protocols to prevent further spread of the coronavirus, uh, like washing your hands regularly and social distancing. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, this week's NBA 2K League 3 for All Showdown Tournament uh, has provided some entertainment for you all uh, as we fight this pandemic. Uh, those of you who haven't been able to yet tune in, uh, basically there are two different brackets, one for Xbox and the other for uh, PS4. Uh, and involved in the three-on-three park-style tournaments are fan-organized teams, top female 2K players, uh, social media influencers, professional athletes, uh, and of course, uh, NBA 2K League teams. And, and of course, Magic Gaming is involved. Uh, PS4's team uh, consists of Toxic, May, and DJ Bama, while Reezy, DT, and Profusion competed on the Xbox side. Uh, so, so Jonah, I mean, Tuesday night, uh, the PS4 crew made a big statement. Uh, they swept their first and second round series, first against a team of G League players, uh, and then against Grizz Gaming. Uh, so they advanced to the round of 16, where they'll play against Mavs Gaming tonight at 8 p.m. This is being recorded on Thursday. Uh, it'll be a best of three series. So, uh, Jonah, what was your take, uh, what you saw Tuesday night from that crew? Yeah, you know, I, I was impressed, obviously. Um, you know, we, we, we knew what DJ Bama was capable of, especially in, in the park mode. He's an, he's an elite three rep, so he definitely plays the mode a lot and, and understands, uh, you know, his own animations on retail very well. Um, so we knew that going in. And my initial interpretation of the of this, uh, these two teams were um, that the, the PS4 team may be a little more competitive than, the, than our Xbox team, which is probably not the impression most people were getting. If you look at the two teams, just, um, you know, just rosters uh but the i think the ps4 team's built a little better it's a little like people in their natural positions not kind of moved around to base it on the uh the best park meta and things like that so um i'm impressed with them hopefully uh we can see him get a get a couple big wins tonight and and reach the semifinals yeah dj bamo he was uh electrifying out there uh scored 30 points combined in the uh first two games of the the first series without missing even a shot. He went perfect from the field and he had 16 points in the closeout win over the Grizzlies. So yes, uh, very impressive, very exciting. Uh, Hopefully that's a great start. Uh, More to come from him and the rest of that squad. Uh, Reezy, you know, I know you guys obviously didn't get the outcome you wanted last night against the OGs uh, who I know as Jonah was telling me uh, off the air just before that they're pretty stacked. Uh, I guess one of their players could be a high draft pick in next year's 2K draft, but how cool was it to be back in action? You know, obviously you guys have been, you know, on the shelf for a while because of the whole situation. Uh, but was it refreshing just to play against competition again? Yeah, it was definitely refreshing to uh, at least play against some competition a little bit and go out there and try to have some fun and uh, try to get a win. Fortunately, it came up short. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to get back out there. Yeah, Jonah, just talk about how different it is, especially for the NBA 2K League players – uh, playing at the park as opposed to the normal virtual indoor five-on-five style that obviously they're most accustomed to playing. 
But yeah, Josh, I'll even take that a step further. And and the league build is just completely different. And to kind of give an understanding and perspective here is, you know, we are playing on the league build a minimum of four hours every day right now, basically seven days a week. So um, these guys are very acclimated to the league build, which is obviously that 5v5 mode um, where, you know, things like jump shot timing is completely different. What the optimal ways to score, to play defense to dribble, things like that are entirely different than the retail copy of the game. So we have guys that are trying to go away from the tendencies they've built over the last three weeks and then try to, you know, compete in this park tournament. So it is definitely different. Uh, there's a lot more, I would say, uh, cartoony type stuff you could do on the park, like a lot more fun stuff, I guess. Um, like you see DJ uh, did the one move on the right wing. He goes in and like spins back to the three point line and gets a three. That's a move that you can technically do on the league build, but it's way harder in a five V five mode. Obviously the court is a lot, a lot smaller. Uh, guys are going to shrink in on you if you, if you do stuff like that. So just things like that, Josh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, important to have that perspective when you're looking at these two tournaments or, or two two league or two different builds. Sorry, I should say. Yeah, Reezy, Growing up, did you play more Xbox or PS4? And for those out there that are unfamiliar with the differences, what are the differences, especially when it comes to 2K playing on either of the of the systems? I pretty much actually played an equal amount of both. Um, at first, back in the day, I was an Xbox 360 guy. And then when the PS4 and Xbox One came out, I actually got both. So I've um, I've played both a pretty good amount. But as far as the differences on 2K, usually the, each year there's one console that's usually a little bit smoother. This year, in my opinion, it was Xbox. Um, in previous years, I thought it was PS4. So um, I just think Xbox plays a little bit smoother this year. And uh, there, there's not really any major differences other than just like just small things here and there. Um, the game just plays smoother on Xbox, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, this one really is for both of you, but Joni, you can kick it off. Has the lockdown made it difficult to sustain a normal practice schedule or, or have you both had to make major adjustments to your routine to stay fresh and active with the game? And, and Jonah, obviously from a coaching angle, what has been your perspective and how have you handled the, the unfortunate circumstances? You know, uh, the, the biggest difference is that we can't all be there and kind of talk through the issues in person. You know, when you're when you're sitting next to somebody, the the way you treat them, the way you talk to them, the way you act towards them is completely different than when you're you're playing with someone online. Right. It just it just naturally is. Um, and so, you know, there are, of course, you know, arguments that are a lot, you know, um, a lot easier to solve when you're sitting side by side. Things like that are probably the biggest challenges. You know, naturally, as a team, you want to get better. Everyone wants to grow. So there are challenges. There are arguments. You know, people are holding each other accountable we all want to become better so that's that's probably the largest uh concern for us but um even even with that said you know we we really haven't changed a lot about our the way we practice you know we firmly believe the way we practice is the right way where we don't play uh to win a scrimmage we aren't playing to be the most competitive team on the scrimmage build instead we're playing to try to grow and, and become better through those games and and be able to look back at the game and say hey you know maybe we got better in that game and and for those that aren't aware we're, we're using a software on on uh, PC or it's even on iOS and, and downloadable in, in all app stores. But um, Discord is the application we're using, and they actually have a screen sharing option. So I just have uh, May pop on his screen sharing, and I'll watch from his perspective the entire game and in real time and coach. And it really, as far as that that goes, it's actually uh, really not much different than what we do normally. 
Yeah, Rizzi, from a, a playing standpoint and a training perspective, have there been a lot of changes you've had to make to your routine to stay afloat, stay fresh, and uh, remain active with the game? Um, only changes I've really made is uh, adjusting to our kind of new newer um, scrimmage schedule. Usually we're up like 9.30, 10, um, ready to go scrimmaging by 11. And now um, most teams aren't starting scrimmages till 2. So just adjusting to that. Um, I like being up early and being ready to go. But um, a lot of teams aren't even starting till 2. So that's when we're starting now. And uh, we're usually going straight through like four hours um, without a break now. So uh, usually we have a one-hour break in between scrims. Um, but now we're just going like two to six. So, uh, yeah, it's a little bit different, a little bit of an adjustment to make. Yeah, and obviously we, we don't know yet when the season will tip off. Hopefully that will come sooner rather than later. But uh, based on what you've implemented so far, Jonah, what style of play can we expect from your group this season? Will it be very similar to last year's team, or could we see very dramatic differences in terms of pace and overall style? Well, my impression of, of the season three league build is is just a little different than season two in, in general. I would say that there will just be more inside scoring from us than you saw last year. I think that our, our game plan last year was so very much, you know, get threes up, um, try to try to outshoot teams, at least at least in volume. Um, and then hopefully get offensive rebounds to kick outs and more threes or, or put back dunks. And obviously that's still going to be a part of what we do, but not as, not as much as, as of an infinite of an emphasis, sorry. Um, and you know, you will see the pace pick up just naturally, just based on the way the game is played. But for, you know, at our core, I think we are basically play style wise similar, uh, to, to last year. You know, I think that ultimately we, we are the same way, you know, we like to slow the pace. We like to control the, to control the ball, control the glass on both ends, you know, be an elite rebounding team. Uh, we're not going to be a team that's going to gamble a lot on defense, things like that. It's going to be pretty, pretty standard, uh, you know, the way we, we like to play. So, uh, that, that's probably what you, you would expect, but you will see some changes in that at times we have some stuff prepared. And, and also I think that, that just the, the season three league build is just far different than last year. So that's an important perspective. Yeah. I know on the last podcast, uh, Rizzi, you talked about your knowledge of profusion and how excited you were to have him aboard. But now that you've had the opportunity to play alongside of him, at least since he arrived for practice time, uh, what have you seen from him and how much more excited are you now that, you know, he is one of your teammates and you'll have that outside shooting threat uh, that'll help counter your game. It's been great. Um, he really changes the game just by being on the court. Like people respect his name so much that um, they don't leave him open. And so it opens up the floor for me and the rest of us and uh, allows us to succeed even easier. So it's great having him. And um, we're still working out some, some chemistry kinks on the court, but once we get those, uh, once we get those solved, I think we'll be uh, one of the top backcourts in the league. Any archetype changes, Jonah, that might catch people by surprise? I, mean, I know it's early. I know the season hasn't started yet. But is anything that you're exploring that could be dramatically different from last year, especially with the returnees? 
Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything that's going to really shock anybody. Uh, there may be a, a couple surprises from game to game. Cause obviously we, we try to, um, maybe prepare more for opponents and not, you know, always just run the same things all the time. So, uh, you may see a little variance, but I think for the most part, it's, it's going to be, uh, what people do expect. I don't want to show our hand yet. So we'll, we'll hold on to some stuff and, and keep it close to us for now. But, um, people will, will kind of, we will play similar to, to most teams, I would guess. Yeah, and now that every team is set as far as the rosters are concerned around the league, uh, what teams have impressed you as far as their roster build uh, for both of you? I mean, obviously after the draft and various trades that were made, uh, any teams stand out that you're you're very impressed by based on the structure of their roster? That that's a great question. That's that's not an easy one to answer. Um, you know, I think that if I'm just looking at, on who who the winners were on draft night, even even looking at the build now, I think that the Knicks did a great job in a rebuild. Uh, they obviously had basically no one on their roster going into the draft. Had to fill four starter roles. Um, they did a good job, I, th- I think, and, and got got good value out of the the middle middle second round picks. Um, I think the Blazers got great value out of out of Hood late in the second round. Uh, pieces like that will definitely help teams. Um, you know, to to speak to more specific detoxies uh, with the T Wolves, I think is a big addition. I think probably a guy that's going to sneak into the starting lineup out there, even though they they obviously are returning uh, JoJo, but we'll, we'll see uh, on there. And so I think that some teams definitely got got better. I, I like the way the Pistons built and, and made a few changes. Obviously, they got Ramo back now and and made a trade for Demon JT. I think that they're going to be better. Than, than anticipated probably uh, this, this year. So just to name a few. Yeah, Reezy, any team stand out that uh, you were impressed by during the offseason, whether it was after the draft or any trades that were made that, that you think will really help those squads? Um, I, think the, uh, I think the Sixers are obviously one of the teams to beat this year, You know, bringing most of their team back, drafting um, user pick and tuck. Uh, those are two good picks for their team, good fits around them. And um, also the Bucks, I think they got a really good pick in Reg at 12. Um, he kind of fell to him, fell in their lap, and he's been playing really well in scrimmages. So if he carries that over into the season, then uh, I think they'll be really good this year. Awesome. Well, we'll leave it there. And uh, hopefully, you know, everyone's getting really pumped, especially now that we have this tournament going on and, Hopefully not long after that, uh, we'll be able to start the season up. But uh, until then, uh, keep up to date on all the Magic Gaming and NBA 2K League news on all the different platforms, social media, website. Uh, We'll have everything uh, up to date for you guys. And uh, like we said before, uh, the PS4 crew in the tournament is playing tonight, which I believe this is going to air Friday. So that game or that series will already have been played. So hopefully uh, they'll come out victorious. But Nonetheless, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, stay up to date, uh, like I said before, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Thanks.